right, everyone. It's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Griffin Swanson, and I'm here to break down the Saturday, February 13th, NHL DFS slate with you. So we got eight games on this slate here. For those of you who are new to this channel, or at least new to this video, here's how it's going to work. First and foremost, I always list out the highest implied game totals here in the top left-hand corner. And actually, it's kind of projecting to be a pretty tight slate here. You can see only three games projecting above five and a half goals. Uh, the remaining five games there at an implied total of five and a half. So it should be pretty tight. And then I also list out the highest implied Vegas odds here as well, breaking down the top five teams that have the best odds to win on this slate. So check that out. We'll then dive into my favorite line stacks and my favorite individual plays. But before we do that, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. If you're more of a podcast person, check out the Apple Pods as well. Leave a five-star review. And hey, are you familiar with prize picks? If not, you got to check it out. I just started playing myself and it's a really easy and fun game to play. Basically, here's how it works. What Prize Picks does is they list out a handful of players that are going to be playing on this Saturday slate. They're then going to set a fantasy score for each individual player. You need to bet the over or the under on that fantasy score. And here's how they can rack up points. It's going to be three points for a goal, two points for an assist, and then you get a half a point for a shot on net or a block shot as well. So I got two prize pick plays here for Saturday. The first, I'm going to take the over on Patrick Kane at 4.1 fantasy points. This dude's been lights out over the past 10 games, has four goals, 11 assists, 15 points over that 10-game stretch, shooting the puck a lot, obviously playing on that first line and that first power play. But if we look back at his last 10 game log here, more so his last seven game log, if you will, he's hit the over on this in six of his last seven games. So Patty Kane is hot and I'm going to ride him out here over 4.1 points. And then I'm going to take the under on Brad Marchand at 4.1 fantasy points. Now I know that sounds scary, especially considering he plays on that first line and first power play with Patrice Bergeron and David Pasternak, but here's the reason I like it. Number one, the Bruins just played on Friday night. Now typically I'm willing to overlook that during the COVID season because most of these back-to-back -back games, you're playing the same team, but that's not the case here. The Bruins played the Rangers on Friday, playing the Islanders on Saturday, and the Islanders should be fresh, ready to go. On top of that, both of these teams here, the Bruins and the Islanders, rank within the top five of fewest goals allowed to start the season. So this should be a defensive battle. So those are the two reasons I like the under here. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game in general, so I'll take the under at 4.1 points. But all right, let's dive into the spreadsheet here. We're going to kick it off with my favorite line stacks, and the first line that I'm going to be targeting is that first line out of Toronto. So we got Matthew centering Marner and Zach Hyman here. Now this line has been hot as of late. Matthews and Marner in particular. Matthews is on an 11 game point streak right now, and Marner has points in nine of his last 11. They've combined for 35 points over that 11 game stretch. So just shy of three and a half points per game between the two of them. And that's not even including Zach Hyman, who's played pretty damn well himself over the past 10 games, has three goals four assists during that stretch. Now, that's not on the same level as Matthews and Marner, so if you want to play Matthews and Marner by themselves, I'm 100% okay with that, but I am going to justify Hyman here at $5,000. Now, this matchup against the Canadians isn't going to be easy, but the Toronto Maple Leafs do lead the entire NHL in goals scored this year, so it's kind of hard to fade them at this point, no matter what the matchup is. And again, Matthews and Marner, they're scoring against everybody and anybody, so I'm 
I'm going to fire up this line here. Matthews and Marner playing on that first power play. Hyman does play on the second power play, but all three of them get big minutes, and I'm not afraid to go back to them once again. The next line stack I'm going to be targeting is that first line out of Chicago. So we got Suter here centering Kane and Debrinket. If there's been one bright spot for this Blackhawks team to start the season, it's been this line here, especially over their last 10 games. They've combined for 17 goals, 21 assists during that 10-game stretch, essentially averaging 3.8 points per game. Now, obviously, Kane and Debrinket, very talented, but Suter's held his own down the middle as well. And again, just like Hyman, I'm willing to justify it here at $5,200. No, he doesn't play on that top power play with Kane and Debrinket, but he is getting some time on that second power play. And he's got six goals here in his past 10 games, so I'm not going to ignore him. But again, if you want to do more of a Kane-Debrinket stack, that completely makes sense. Now, they're going to be playing the Columbus Blue Jackets here. This game the other night was a shootout, a lot of goals scored. I do think that can happen again here. Uh, this line's been lights out really over the last 10 games, and the Columbus Blue Jackets are allowing the ninth most goals per game to start the season, so I'm going to fire up this line once again. All right, hopping on down here to my favorite individual plays. We're going to kick it off with the forwards there, and the first guy I like is Philip Forsberg. Now, I'm going to preface it with this. This guy's been very sporadic to start the season. What I mean by that is he's not finding the score sheet every single night, but when he does... He blows up. He'll have two, three, four, even at a five-point game. Now, he does have 10 points in his last 10 games, but those points have come over the course of four games. So it just kind of shows you how inconsistent he has been. But the consistency has been there shooting the puck. He has at least three shots on net in each of his last 10 games. So he's going to get on the score sheet here sooner than later more consistently and find the back of the net more consistently as well. Especially in a matchup here against Detroit, he did have two assists the other night against this team and this is a perfect matchup for him to kind of find that consistency plays on that top line plays on that top power play going to play anywhere from 18 to 22 minutes and the Detroit Red Wings here are allowing the eighth most goals per game to start the season so I like the matchup I like the way he's been shooting the puck I do think he's going to start to find the back of the net more consistently so I'm going to fire him up here on Saturday the next guy here is going to be Connor Garland. This guy's kind of flying under the radar here this season, and at $6,500, I really like that price. Has five goals, eight assists, 13 points in his first 12 games, playing on that top line, playing on that top power play unit, and he's averaging just shy of four shots on net per game. Now, part of the reason that he's kind of flying under the radar is the market that he's in. You know, sometimes players in Arizona, the West Coast, just don't get recognized, but I'm well aware of how this guy's been playing. He really has been lights out, clearly taking the next step from last year into this season. So, like the way that he's been playing, he's been very consistent, averaging over a point per game, and like I said, at $6,500 here, not afraid to go back to him against the St. Louis Blues. And then we got Johnny Hockey there at $5,900. Look, I want exposure to this Flames team in general against the Canucks. The Canucks do have a lot of talent on that roster. They're just not clicking right now, and they're allowing a lot of goals. So if you want to go with Monaghan, Lindholm, Kachuk, really anyone from that top power play for the Calgary Flames, I'm 100% okay with that. But Goudreau has been one of the more consistent players for the Flames to start this season. Has 8 goals, 6 assists, 14 points in his first 13 games. He has a point in all but 2 games this year. So again, just been one of the more consistent players, but getting exposure to this Flames team in general is going to be a goal of mine on this slate because the Canucks just don't look very good, and this game could turn into a shootout. 
And then the last four play there is going to be Jack Roselvic out of Columbus. And really, ever since being traded to the Blue Jackets, he's been awesome. Has four goals, five assists, nine points in his first eight games as a Blue Jacket. Has double-digit DraftKings points in each of his last four games. Has made his way up to the top line and that top power play unit as well, clearly getting more ice time. Now, when I was talking about that first line out of Chicago, this game the other night between them and the Blue Jackets finished 6-5, 11 goals were scored in that game, turned into a shootout, and Roslevic had two goals himself. So I definitely think that could happen again. No, I'm not saying that there's going to be 11 goals, but I definitely think it could turn into a shootout. So I want exposure to Roslevic here at $4,700. Moving on over to the defenseman here. First guy there is Roman Yossi. Now $7,000 is expensive for defensemen. I typically don't pay this much for a defender unless they make sense. And I do think Roman Yossi makes sense in this matchup against the Detroit Red Wings. He's very well-rounded defensively, but he's a guy that can get on the score sheet as well. Plays on that top power play, and you're going to see him play anywhere from 23 to 28 minutes. The dude logs major minutes. Now he has double-digit DraftKings points in each of his last five games, so it shows you the upside that he has. And this is just a guy that in my opinion, is one of the best overall defensemen in the league, and I really like him in this matchup here against the Red Wings. Now, the next guy here is going to be Seth Jones. He's really taken his game to the next level here ever since Wierenski went out on the IR, and he kind of had to, right? I mean, with Wierenski out, he is the guy on the blue line for the Blue Jackets. Now, he has a point in each of his last five games here, but what really stuck out to me is he has at least 18 DraftKings points in each of his last three games. So he's going to play big minutes just like Yossi. He's probably not as talented offensively, but he certainly is talented defensively. He can block shots and has found the score sheet as of late. So I'm going to fire him up here in this matchup against Chicago. And then the last defender here is going to be Jake Muzzin. Now, unlike Yossi and Seth Jones, Muzzin does not play on that top power play unit or any power play time for the Toronto Maple Leafs, but he's averaging just shy of 10 DraftKings points per game and has double digit DraftKings points in four of his last five games. So he's playing really really well, plays a lot of penalty kill time, so he can rack up points blocking shots, but he also has one goal and seven assists, eight points in his last 10 games, so he can definitely get on the score sheet, but another well-rounded defenseman here that can rack up points defensively too, so at $4,600, he kind of stuck out to me, a guy at that price averaging just shy of 10 DraftKings points per game, he's at 9.8 DraftKings points per game, yeah, I want some exposure to that. And then my favorite goalie play on this slate here is going to be Semyon Varlamov at $7,300 for the Islanders. Now they're playing the Bruins here, and on paper, this matchup does look tough. But I like this play for two reasons. Well, three reasons. Number one, the price tag. But number two, the Bruins just played on Friday night, so they're going on back-to-back -back nights, and the Islanders aren't. So they should be a lot more fresh than the Bruins themselves. Number two, both the Islanders and the Bruins are top five in fewest goals allowed per game to start the season. So even if the Bruins weren't playing back-to-back -back nights, this game would likely project to be a low-scoring game. So those are the three reasons that I really like Varlamov here. I don't know if I give the edge to the Islanders to win this game, but it should be a low-scoring game. Varlamov should still see a lot of shots from the Bruins, and if he can gain that win as well, all the better, especially at this price tag.
And as always, we're going to wrap up this video here with a low-priced option or sub-4K forward play. So I like Alex Wenberg here at $3,200 for the Florida Panthers. Now they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning here, which again looks like a tough matchup on paper, but the Panthers actually kind of beat up on this Lightning team just the other night, and the Lightning are going to be missing Stamkos once again. I don't know how much that affects Wenberg, but I'm just saying the Florida Panthers here probably have a better chance at winning this game again than you probably think. It certainly doesn't suggest that with the Vegas odds. But Wenberg here, playing on that second line, playing on that second power play. He's centering Jonathan Huberto and Patrick Hornquist, two solid wingers there. And this kid has a goal in three straight games. So at $3,200, I'm going to ride him out on this hot streak. Gets plenty of ice time with those two talented wingers as well. So I'd probably sign him up here at $3,200, even if he didn't have goals in three straight games. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video here for today as always thank you all for taking the time to watch these videos don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button let me know in the comments below what players are you targeting on this slate maybe a sleeper that you like or a line stack that you like definitely curious to see how other people are approaching this slate as always let's have a great day and let's win some money here on this saturday slate i'm out of here